0: like there's an attempt to dethrone God. I don't have to convince you that climate change, that's all about dethroning God. Man does not create the snow, the hail, the wind, the rain, the frost, the clouds. God said he does that. So we dethrone God with climate change. We dethrone God in our schools. To think that just in October we had a coming out day in this county for kindergarten on up. That's blasphemy. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and by the way, he created male and female. Amen. Created he him, them. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife. And these two shall be one flesh. Not sixty-seven genders. We're dethroning God. We even have medicine can change us and shots that can change us and surgeries that can change us because God made a mistake. No, God never made a mistake. Our universities, I can't believe in this country they're protesting against the Jews and Israel and saying things like even in Congress, they need to die in our country. Martin Luther in the 1500s, he died in 1550 something. He's the the founder of the Lutheran church. And he got saved as a priest because he read the book of Romans and realized that as a priest he needed to be justified because he saw the word justification to be declared righteous through Jesus, not through Mary and not through any other means. He got saved. He nailed his door to the church at The door, uh, Wittenberg, 95-point thesis why justification and salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. He's buried in Wittenberg. They revolted against him. But he said in 1500s that the universities are the gates of hell that will destroy the minds of young people. That's a few years ago. He was right. I see the dethroning of God in our government. Our president boasts that he has the largest transgender cabinet of any other president. I see it in our judicial system. Just dethroning God, we'll do what we want to do. I see it in our media, social media. I see dethroning God in our churches. Our churches have become nightclubs. Yep. And how do you want it? Let me design the church like you want it. No, we're not designing the church like, well, if you're a narcissist. You're just in control. No, I want to tell you, here's what I believe. If you don't believe it, you can find a church nowadays that believes what you believe. But we believe what we believe because we believe the Bible. Yeah. That's sort of a good rule book, and we will get to it in a few minutes as we lay some groundwork. I believe in our own lives we've dethroned God. I think so many Christians, Pastor Everett, since it's Judges 17, 6, every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Nobody's going to tell me. In the home, no no man's going to lead a woman. No mother's going to guide the children. No, no, no. We'll all do our own thing. That's Isaiah 3. Isaiah 3 says women shall rule over them and children shall rule over them. That's the Bible. That's the day we live in. So, man, I came to be encouraged. Oh, you will be. We'll get to the word of God. I'm just laying the ground where we are today. The Bible says in verse number nine, wherefore God hath highly, what's that next word? Exalted him. To be exalted means the highest rank, the supreme position. God said of his son, I am going to give him Jesus who is God. I am going to give him the highest position. The exalted position. The Bible says in John 3:30, he must increase, I must decrease. Man must be put down, God needs to be lifted up. Here in the scripture, we find the Bible says wherefore. When you see a wherefore or a therefore, you've got to find out why is it therefore? What's what, what's it, what what's the wherefore about? The wherefore or the therefore always refers back. This refers back always. I don't begin a sentence. Therefore, how are we gonna do how are we gonna do this? He has no idea what I'm talking about. We've got to go back what the therefore is represented. It's chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. That's a key point. Equal with God. He made himself of no reputation, took upon himself the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of man. Wherefore? Because Jesus did this. Wherefore? God... His Father, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, these three are one, First John 5. God hath highly exalted, magnified, raised, number one, supreme in rank. He must increase. I must decrease. God hath highly exalted him. When we see, go, keep your hand right here. Keep something there if you would, please. Go back to John chapter 1. Jesus, and I'm going somewhere with this. I hope we'll fit it all together in the next couple hours. Jesus is God. When any religion tells you that Jesus is not God, that's heresy, that's blasphemy. As I quoted 1 John 5, there are three that bear record in the heaven. The Father, the Word, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one. I cannot explain the Trinity. Some have tried to do it. Great theologians have tried to do it with an egg. There's the shell, but we call that an egg. There's the yolk, but we call that the egg. There is the, what is that white stuff? The whites? Yeah, I guess you call it whites. Uh, That's all three. There are three. And I think it's a poor illustration, but I can't explain an egg. I can't explain all those things, but we look at, that's an egg. And it's a very poor illustration because I'm referring to God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit. These three are one. But Bible says in John chapter 1, in the beginning was the Word. Well, well, you're going to see that Word three times in the first, first verse. Verse 14 tells you what the Word is. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory the glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. You tell me, who's the Word? Jesus. Amen. And the Bible says, in the beginning, not, not at Christmas, the virgin birth. In the beginning, God, the Bible says, the Word was, and the, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is God. Yeah. Goes on to say the same was in the beginning with God. Not it. Uh, n- n- Jesus was not created. Right. I can't explain all that. God's always been. I, I don't know how that all works, but I knew. I do know the works that He has performed. He created the Genesis one one. In the beginning, God created the heaven and earth. God is that's an amazing. Word. Sometimes you see it's, All capitals in the Bible. Capital G, capital O, capital D. In Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God, it's that Hebrew word Elohim. Elohim means plural. Well, in our English language, we have singular and we have plural. Plural is two or more, but not in Hebrew. Hebrew, you're single, you have dual, you have plural. Plural is three or more. Genesis 1-1, right off the bat, right off the beginning, Brother Martinez, right out of the beginning, in the beginning, God, plural, Elohim, three or more, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And here the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Verse three, all things were made by Him, and was without Him was not anything that was made. Jesus is God. Go back to the book of uh, Philippians, where we find ourselves. God hath highly exalted him. God hath highly, we sang about it. Thank you for singing it. Be thou exalted, supreme rank, number one rank. Today I want to say be, I want to speak on be thou exalted. Jesus is God. The Bible says in First John 1, 7, there are many that have entered into this world that confesseth Jesus is not the Christ. This man is antichrist. Jesus is God. Keep your hand right here. If you will, go with me to Galatians chapter 1. Galatians chapter 1. The Bible says in verse number 6, I marvel VTR, Galatians is page 1241 of my Bible. I don't know what page it is in yours, but it's 1241 of mine. I I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you to the grace of Christ unto another, what? Which is not another. The word gospel is good news. There's one good news, and that is that Jesus is God, and God sent forth his son, and Jesus died on the cross for our sins. That's the gospel. That's the good news. And the Bible says there's come come with another gospel, which is not, which is not another. But there would be some that trouble you and pervert you the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel other than that which we have preached unto you. Let him be accursed, as we have said before. So I say now again: If any man preach another gospel unto you, Then ye have received, let him be accursed. So I have this Bible in front of me. And it says, the Book of Mormon, another gospel. Right at the very, I didn't write this, folks. It's just right there, another gospel. If any come to you with another gospel, let him be what? We are blurring the lines, oh, we're all saved, we're all going to heaven. No, except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. Let's begin, and I'll get to the scripture. We'll allow it to, uh, to speak to us individually, but uh, uh, ch- ch- Christian science, which is not Christian or science. Mary, Baker, Glover, Patterson, Eddie. Eddie founded it. I just give you all of her names to show you her credentials. Those are all her married names. Mary, Baker, Glover, Patterson, Eddie. That's a lot of husbands to go through. Before you give me another gospel, I wish you could get your own life straight down. But Christian science is this. Well, they're all going to heaven. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Mary Baker Eddy said, Glover Eddy said this, Jesus is no God. He is rather the Son of God. That is not true. Yes, God sent forth his Son. And he became a, a, a babe in the, a, a, for the, in the womb of a virgin. Yes, we know that. But when you say Jesus is no God, that is blasphemy against Genesis 1.1, 1, 1, uh, all throughout the Bible, we looked at John 1, that Jesus is God. He is, he is God, and if any man say, say uh, he's not the Son of God, he's Antichrist. There are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Son, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. That's Bible. Amen. So no, Mary Baker, Glover, Passanetti, You're wrong. Well, what about Jehovah's Witness? Jehovah's Witness says in their articles, Jesus was Michael, the archangel, before coming as an angelic nature and appearing as a perfect man. He is a God, smaller than G, but not the Son of God. So it differs a little bit from Christian science. She said there's no God, and they said, well, he is a God, but not the Son of God. I, I held this Book of Mormon. It differs from Christian science and from Jehovah's Witness. Uh, December 23rd, <laughs> that's a special day for us. 1805, that's not a special day for us. I was born, my wife was not born on that date. But nonetheless, Joseph Smith was born. And he was born, and they said all through his life, his, his own testimony, he believed in superstition, in visions, in divine revelations. Well, that's blasphemy against God. God gave us a completed revelation in the Word of God. In 1830, he said, uh, this superstitious man that some angels appeared to him, and they brought him two golden plates. And on those plates was the Book of Mormon and the whole beginning of the Mormon church. But mysteriously, when, they, when he got those plates, they disappeared. The angels took them with them. You're going to buy into that? It gets better. They ran him out of New York because of his criminal activity. They ran him out of Missouri. He went to Illinois in jail there because of the counterfeit monies and uh, this thing of polygamy and all the women that he had had everywhere, which used to be against the law. They did an awful thing. They made a martyr out of him. The mob in, the, in Illinois went and shot and killed him in jail. A man that by the name of Brigham Young followed him. In 1847, he took the reins. And he moved him to a place called Utah. In 1847, he became the first governor of Utah. And Brigham Young said salvation is not possible without Baptism. Well, what do you do? Just one alone, the thief on the cross. When he wasn't baptized, and Jesus said, Today you'll be with me in paradise. So again, our God's a liar. But he's not a liar. He's truth. And he said, In order to be saved, you have to be baptism, and then there has to be a, a reception of the Holy Spirit. That's not true. First Corinthians chapter 12 says, When you get saved, the Spirit of God comes and lives within you. And I wrote, 1 Corinthians 8 9, if any man have not the Spirit of God, he's none of his. This cult, this cult right here, refused to have blacks in their church until 1978. Ms. Treber and I Al- Al- already have been in this church for a couple of years, and in 78 they find it's okay, we'll let blacks in. Well, what was wrong with blacks before? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Last time I checked, blacks, brown, white, yellow, green, whatever color you are, we are all precious in his sight. sir. It's blasphemy to say that, that you, this particular race or these particular people can't get in. He came for whosoever will may come. Here's what this says about Jesus. Is he God? Jesus at the beginning was the brother of Lucifer. You've got to be kidding me. The brother, an angelic spirit. And Jesus, they said, was a polygamist. Mary, Martha, the widow, the woman that was taken with her sin. Jesus had all these women. But Jesus, part of the Godhead, wrote that fornication and adultery is wrong. And their founder, they want to say, our Lord, that's blasphemy against our Lord. And this book says, another testament of Jesus Christ. No. So, with that background, our text. Wherefore, God hath highly exalted him. Why did God exalt Jesus while here on planet Earth? Why? Well, the wherefore, we've got to go back and find out. First, because he was a servant. Verse seven, he made himself of no reputation. Brooke just sang about it. I don't need my name known down here. Made himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant. It was made in the likeness of man. If I were, it's almost blasphemy to think of this, if I were gonna be the savior of the world, I would not come to be born in a barnyard as a babe by a virgin. I would come on horses and a train coming before me of horses and an entourage uh, telling the world, this man is coming. But Jesus said, I want to take the form of a servant. He wanted to be tested in all points like as we, yet without sin, Second Corinthians 5. Jesus had to learn what it was to be a child on planet Earth, as he took this human form. He had to learn. The Bible tells us how he had to obey his parents. We live in a day where parents don't even have the right to teach or instruct their children, and yet the Bible says, "Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he'll not depart." You are you have a responsibility to train your children. Our homework assignment in our class this week, as we're studying about marriage and husband and wife and building up a home, our, our, whatever, is, is your family. What, what, before you enter 2024, what are your values? I want, I want my class to figure out what are our values? For, what are we trying to bring our kids up? What are the values in our home? What's the heritage of our home? It's all, Brother Flood, it's, I, I watched your grandfather, colonel down here, raising his hand during the, he's still on the throne. You have a grandfather and a grandmother here. You have a mother and a dad, a mother-in-law, a father-in-law. You have siblings here. You have your children and, and, and nieces and nephews. You know, it's an amazing thing. You have generations here. Heritage is something we don't want to spit and spit out and throw on the sidewalk and kick it. To, hey, why can't we spend Thanksgiving together? Because parents have rejected children. Our children have rejected Parents. And our homes get destructive because we will not submit ourselves to anything. Jesus took the form of a servant. By the way, because he took the form of a servant, look at the result. Wherefore God hath highly exalted him. A servant becomes exalted. You know what else? Go back. He learns submission, submission. And being found fashioned as a man, verse 8, he humbled himself. He humbled himself. But isn't it amazing when you get to verse 10? In verse 10, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the because Jesus, first of all, he was a servant, God exalts him. Servants don't get exalted. But Jesus was and Jesus will be. And one day every knee will confess that he is Christ. And if your name is not written in the back, the book of life in the Bible, you'll stand at the great white throne judgment. And the books will be opened, the Bible says, the book of Revelation. And whosoever's name is now found written in the book of life shall be cast into the lake of fire. This is the second day. Death. How could a loving God send people to hell? He doesn't. We send ourselves there. He is not willing that any should perish, 2 Peter chapter three, but that all should come to repentance. But oh, what we do, we say, I don't need you, God. I'll do it my way. I'm in charge. You hit the back seat. I'm in the driver's seat. I'm gonna go where I wanna go, do what I wanna do. But friend, I wanna tell you something. It was Jesus, he began as a servant, and now one day he will be exalted. And he began with submission. And one day all will bow. And then thirdly, I want you to see this. He was silent. Verse eight. He became obedient unto death. You know, on the cross, Isaiah fifty three. He opened. <laughs> he opened not his mouth. If you're the Son of God, come down. But he was silent. But one day, he is going to judge this world, and here in verse eleven that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. As people are even cast into hell, they have to recognize that he is God. We sang this morning this song by Al Smith on page four, and you did such a beautiful job singing. I, I enjoyed hearing you sing it. Al Smith... Wrote songs like, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son. We had a Smith Sunday here back in the 70s. Al Smith came. He's been in heaven for years. He, he established inspiration hymns and in the psalm books and inspiring hymns. And Zondervan came out of that, all these publications. It was a major, major ministry. Al Smith was a big man. I'll never forget on that Smith Sunday, we had 27 Smith families. Number one name in America at that time was Smith. And we had Al Smith come, would come. My pastor came on Sunday night, Pastor Ken Smith. He's with the Lord. Uh, Larry and Carolyn Smith. Her, her dad was the dean of students at Bob Jones University. He joined our church that day. and uh, Carolyn's mother was in... Uh, uh, what was that, Sheffy, the old film Sheffy from Bob Jones. They joined our church. And we, had, we had 27 Smith families here. I wanted, years ago, I wanted to have, and I'm glad I never did it because it would have been misinterpreted. I wanted to have a color Sunday here. Because we had, in our church, several families named whites, blacks, orange, Brother Atlas Orange and his wife had their funerals, and the Greens were here. And we had all these different, I said, let's have, they said, well, that's probably not a good thing to have. It just doesn't sound right. But we had a Smith Sunday. And Al Smith, Sunday night, he was a big man, and I think he was, if I want to see in the old, old building, he was sitting on a chair on Sunday night telling us stories of these hymns. I, I told you not long ago about Mansion Over the Hilltop, how he said that little boy was uh, sitting on the side of the road, that old car with running boards drove by, and he stopped. And they had a little shack, and it had waxed paper for the windows. The windows are all out. And they said, son, he pulled him over and sat on the running board of the car. He said, son, I-, I feel badly that you don't have any windows. And it looks like the door's falling off. Is that where you live? He goes, oh, Yes. And he said, I wish I could help you. He said, sir, don't feel bad for me. My dad's just over that hilltop building us a mansion. We're going to move in pretty soon. And he wrote, I'm satisfied with the college below, a little silver and a little gold. I've got a mansion just over the hilltop in that bright land where we'll never grow old. He told us, he, he, this, this is a song he, he uh, has for us. Fanny Crosby actually wrote it and he arranged it. Be thou exalted forever and ever, God of eternity, the ancient of days. He's speaking of the Father, God the Father, wondrous in wisdom, majestic in glory, perfect in holiness and worship and praise. The second stanza is not of the Father, it's of the Son. Be thou exalted, O Son of the highest, Savior of sinful men. Redeemer and King, listen to this. One with the Father, co-equal in glory. Humbly we come to thee, our homage to bring God the Father, God the Son. And he said, the third stanza is God the Holy Spirit. Be thou exalted, O Spirit of power, dwelling within our hearts. To keep us from sin. I'm I'm not giving you all the words. I'm so glad that Holy Spirit walks with me, Pastor Everson. I'm so glad he walks with me. The Holy Spirit's job is to comfort me. I'll need comfort this week. He's to convict me. I'll need conviction. How does that come? Jack, you shouldn't say that. Don't, Don't say that. It's not necessary. Keep your mouth shut. Uh, he'll convict me. Uh, Don't listen to that, Jack. The Holy Spirit's going to impress upon my heart right and wrong. Not not Jiminy Cricket, let my conscience be my guide. The Spirit of God's my guide. He will comfort me. He will convict me. He will guide me into all truth, the Bible says. I'm so thankful that he lives within me. You know, I got saved in 1956, just a little bit from here, 15 minutes from here. I didn't know the Holy Spirit came and lived within me that night, but I figured out some things that when I got saved, I knew when I was lying to my mother. In the past, it just felt bad, but not for very long. But I knew when I lied to my mother. And I knew when I had bad thoughts. And I knew when I was... Just overwhelmed. The Spirit of God would come bring comfort to my soul. My message today on this last Sunday of November let's exalt Him. Supreme in rank, highest position, and it begins as Jesus humbled Himself, so I must humble myself in salvation. You're not going to make it to heaven without Him. I need to humble myself. Because by nature, I'm not a good husband. By nature, I'm not a good father. By nature, I'm not a good grandfather, 14 times. But when God gives me guidance, I can be a great husband. And a great father. And a great, wonderful grandfather. But without him, I can do nothing. John 15, 5. Could we dedicate on this Sunday that we're going to allow Christ to be exalted? Yes, amen. In this month of December coming up and in this calendar year 2024. Thank you for listening to the Audio Preaching Podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us,